it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. In a week where most of the cricket we've watched has secretly been soccer, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. But Russo has her pocket picked, and here's Sam Kerr. She's going to need some support. Kerr running at Bright. Kerr with the shot. Oh, I say that's incredible! All right, I think we fade the audio out there because the cheering goes on for about seven more minutes till England score and to retake the <laughs> I lead. I also didn't realise that that commentator who says this, Sam Kirsch, is going to need some support. Nah. Nope. <laughs> what an idiot of a commentator. <laughs> uh, you are here with Dan Lipke and Kat Jones and Sam Kerr for another edition of Can't Ball, Can't Throw. The Matilda's edition. So, yeah, we, we did get on the Matilda's train, didn't we? Like, like I, I think we were... Mandated to do so by hmm. by the government of Australia, everybody got on board. Yeah, well, the the group stages did overlap with the Ashes. It was mm. a very difficult period there yes. to get involved in the early group stages. Thank goodness the finals were in a clear spot. Yeah, yes. more or less for cricket. Yep. So Australia won the quarter final on penalty shootouts, which was a tad nerve wracking, and then of course that that semi final against England, which became the most watched television event in Australian history. So better than any episode of a, a country practice or. <laughs> <laughs> better than all these things. Could have beat a country oh, practice. Amazing, yeah. I, I imagine that the final, which Spain defeated England, England played beautifully in that final. Probably not such big ratings in Australia, no. but presumably big ratings in England. I, I would imagine so, yes. But uh, who cares? Who cares about that? It's, uh, it was all about the Matildas, <laughs> all of done. course. And of course, uh, you. Went into the semi-final with a, with a bet under your belt. And, and before we get to this little discussion, of course, we do need to... <laughs> I was approached by a man who I later, <laughs> later discovered to be a bookmaker from India. I was fined $10,000 and paid my fine immediately. I realised and accept fully that my actions were naive and stupid. I realised that I was very naive and stupid and stupid and stupid. Sorry, just, just, a, just a mini cat's betting corner in the intro here. Your regular reminder that betting is naive and stupid. It is naive and stupid. Nevertheless. <laughs> Nevertheless, I had I did have a tiny bet. I, I did bet mostly on Australia. And then I had a tiny hedging my bets mm. where I picked England to win 3-1 yeah. at 
23 to 1. So, yeah, I won a little that bit of a, money. A very specific prediction and it, and it came it off was. well. It was a tiny bit. Yes, very good. And, of course, uh, what can we learn about this from a cricket perspective? Because, like, this this captured the imagination. The, the Women's World Cup uh, a couple of years ago or three mm. years ago now, that, that was very exciting and captured the imagination of cricket fans but didn't quite catch on with the casual fan as, as, as big as this one. So, so what can we learn from the, the Football World Cup that we could bring perhaps to the next Cricket World Cup that's in Australia? Yeah, well, I think every you know, sporting victory of Australia has to start with people just thinking they're woeful and mm. terrible and complete underdogs right at the start. You know, every pub conversation being this terrible Australian team won't get anywhere. So we're yeah. missing that, aren't yeah. we, with the Australian women? Australian the women are too good. Yeah. Uh, and, they, yeah, they go into every tournament as massive favourites. So you can't quite get that run of a, of, of a massive underdog. Mm. So, yeah, so perhaps to get the casual fans on board, you know, they, they, they need to be less good. Mm. Like, that's that's their problem, right? And they so have started being less good. They have started, so that's <laughs> very good planning there from Alyssa Healy and co. So, good work uh, only drawing the most recent ashes. That bodes well for Australia's next World Cup. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, which is a lie. But we have just time to cover the upcoming... One Day International World Cup. Yes, there, there is so little going on in the world of cricket that we're talking about something that is yet to happen <laughs> and which may never happen because uh, <laughs> the, the BCCI has, has not, done a, not done a stellar job in uh, organising this to date, right? No, that's right. It's upcoming. No one knows when. <laughs> no. I mean, it's going to happen sometime this year though, isn't it? Dan? Yeah, allegedly sometime in October, but you know, they keep shifting dates here and there. They shift grounds. Matches are played on one date. Then they say, oh no, that's a highly important religious holiday we'll move it to a different date at a different ground yeah so they they keep they keep changing stuff but it's um i actually quite like this from the bcci <laughs> I, I think it's uh if teams if teams don't know where or when they're playing i, I hope they don't tell anybody like they just Ever. start the tournament and they you know you've got to be in india somewhere but you don't know exactly where so yeah, right yeah mm. a morning of a game you wake up at you know 8 a.m or whatever mm. get a, you get a phone call perhaps and it's just like oh you guys are playing today and they're like <laughs> when where and you're just like oh well let's say you're playing in luck now and then you've just got to get the team to the airport and work out <laughs> do they know, know what time the game is oh they'll probably give them a, a window of time a window, so yeah. somewhere between 11 and 2 we'll start we'll have the coin toss yep and yeah off, off they, everybody has to get all their kit together find a plane <laughs> charter a plane make their way to the ground I, I think that would be much more interesting you uh, love this element of chaos and jeopardy don't you yeah i think so well i mean the problem is that like you know for ages now we've had all these nerds in the in the back end of the team they've you know been doing their analysis they're going oh let's get this match up when this batter comes on we'll get this bowler and uh too too, too many nerds getting involved making plans for games I, I, if you take the time for planning out of out of <laughs> out of commission then mm-hmm. then yeah it gets back down to the skill of the players get the nerds out of there don't don't want okay. nerds analyzing so it's things. more level playing field more where level you, playing you're trying field. to match up two players that you didn't even know were starting didn't even know like yeah. so some players may not even make the flight so it's just whoever gets to the <laughs> ground in time i think that's Fantastic. much more exciting that this is 
is a far more fun way for the documentary makers to, yes. to, to make their documentaries. I mean, it adds that fantastic kind of reality TV show incoming oh, sort of It's basically vibe. the amazing race, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Your Which challenge is to get to Bangalore yeah. by 2pm before the, you know, the, the toss is made. It makes it very important who you, you're bunking down with too. Mm. You know, you're going to share your room with someone. You want it to be someone who's organised, right on their text messages, yeah. up early. You know, Who you knows know where it, their passport is? Imagine yes. some clown has <laughs> just dumped his bag somewhere. Steve Smith yep. doesn't know where his passport is because it's under 10,000 cricket bats. That's right. Yeah, debacle. You don't don't want to be bunking with him. So it really does reward those players with those best life skills, mm. you know, not the team that has the best tactics or, or whatever. Players. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I think this is a much better way of running a tournament. It's good, good for TV ratings as well. Mm. Uh, you know, if you're sitting at home, and you know when your team's playing, you probably don't tune into all the group stage matches. You yes. just tune into your country's games. But if you don't know when when your team's, you've got to leave the channel just stuck on oh. on the the channel that's showing the cricket, and you've got to be up ready to watch at any moment. You mm. never know. You're watching a lot more ads, aren't you? If you're just yeah. there stuck watching replays, waiting for a game, you don't know when it's going to start. So this is why the BCCI have so much money in the vaults. They've 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 got mm. this down to a science. They they know how to maximise viewers. They know how to to get lots of ads, ad revenue because they know people will be watching because they don't know when the games are going to be on. It's yeah. very exciting. Fantastic. It's also rewarding those players who've really hoarded their frequent flyer points. Yes. And all, all sorts of factors yes. going on here, aren't there? Yeah. 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 You've really thought this through yes. and so has the BCCI. So, so congratulations <laughs> to the BCCI. We are very much looking forward to this uh, tournament whenever it happens to be. <laughs> Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. All right, this episode is sponsored by my, my newsletter, which is now back in action. I've had a bit of a break after mm. the ashes and have now resumed writing weekly-ish nonsense. Uh, People have only just caught up on all of the ashes content, you realise. <laughs> I don't think anyone noticed that there was a break. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, uh, the first piece in, the, in this post-ashes universe was uh, everyone always asked the question, you know, of the team in Ocean's Eleven, the movie... How would they line up if there was an Ocean's Eleven <laughs> cricket match? If they were actually actually a cricketing eleven, so I sorted that question out. I went through all all eleven members of Danny Ocean's team mm. in that movie, decided who would be the best batters, who would be the bowlers, who'd open, who'd keep, mm. sorted it all out, made my case for it, and that that was the first piece that went out. And I don't even know who was in Ocean's Eleven. I recognise none of the characters. I read through it, but this is still a brilliant question, and Dan has done a brilliant answer to it. So get to it. Yes, and so ne- next week I think I'm going to be doing the, the reverse question. I'm going to be saying, which international cricketers would you most like to have on a heist with you? So uh, that, that will be the next question. I'll go through all the international cricketers. And now, guaranteed here, I reckon it's Pat Cummins and Virat Kohli in tuxedos. Yes. yes. Uh, maybe they're on the anti-heist team, oh, those two. Maybe. They're, 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 they're the, uh, the Andy Garcia character. You yeah, don't maybe. know, she's 11, but let's say. Okay, so I reckon Marnus would be in that too. Oh, I, Marnus, yeah. He'd be driving the getaway. I'm picturing him. In, in janitor overalls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I could see Marnus, Marnus getting involved in that kind of stuff. But So maybe a spoiler for Marnus being part of the team. Uh, pro- probably the kind of guy who br- almost brings the entire scheme undone with some foolish, foolish act. But anyway, to find out the rest, you will have to subscribe to the newsletter. That's newsletter.liebcricket.com. It will be delivered straight to your email inbox whenever I write it. That's newsletter.liebcricket.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I am an ECB marketing droid, and I have created the optimal form of trick. What's 10 times 10? How many balls are there in 16.4? What's the greatest cricket tournament the world has ever seen? The 100. The 100. The 100. The 100. The 100 is Substack meets Masterclass meets The Economist meets The New Yorker. <laughs> is that now part, officially part of the jingle? It is officially part of the jingle because I can't be bothered editing it back out. <laughs> Okay. So the, the 100 is almost done and it feels like we only just started. I think we only uh, introduced it in our last episode yeah, maybe. and now in this episode. It, it was here for a good time but not for a long time, right? Definitely. Well, perhaps not even that much of a good time. But uh, <laughs> anyway, la- since we last checked in though, they, they got rid of all the rain. Uh, if you recall, last mm. time we covered it, more matches than not, I think, have been rained out. Yep. But now they got rid of all the rain. So that was good work from England. So that I understand now that um, global warming is now a sponsor of the 100 yes. as a result. So they got rid of all those chip, those crisp and chip packets and mm. now it's global warming all the way, no yep. more rain. Yeah, good work from the 100 to, to pivot like that, on, mm. uh, pivot on their feet. So at the time of recording, there's three regular games left and so the women's finalists have been decided. Uh, right at the top, we've got uh, the Southern Brave, the Welsh Fire and the Northern Superchargers. They're mm-hmm. clear, they're, they're going to be the three teams in the finals. So uh, Are they playing three-team cricket in the finals? <laughs> it, is, it is a three-team <laughs> cricket final, yes. Ideal, that, what a what a transition that would be that would yeah. get me right into the that 100. would be a fresh new dimension it would yeah get the women and kids interested good yep. work the hundred um but yes yeah, so congratulations if you're a fan of either the south the north or wales so any of those three things uh-huh. you are in the finals for the women and of course an even heartier congratulations to the birmingham phoenix who uh <laughs> sit at the bottom of the table oh. they have one point from seven matches and that one point of course came from a rained out <laughs> match earlier in the season before they got uh, oh. that global warming sponsorship on board so Good work. Uh, a bit unlucky they didn't get some more washed out games in there to get yeah. to move up the table, but that happens. Very unlucky. I mean, mm. there was a lot of rain about. Uh, what about for the men? We have the Oval Invincibles. Now, they have lived up to their name mm-hmm. and always good to name your team strongly. <laughs> yeah, uh, And they finished comfortably on top of the table. I don't know if they were ever defeated, but we don't have those details. And we also have uh, the Manchester Originals. Mm. They're up there too. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to come second. I think they're pretty pretty safely locked in at second. Now, hang on. Isn't the Manchester – the Manchester Originals – That wasn't their original name. Right, okay. <laughs> But isn't it like a, some kind of – sounds like a post-punk revival <laughs> yes. band or something, Yeah, it was. It? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, – yeah. It was, it was part Do they of play Blur instruments? and Oasis and <laughs> yeah. the Manchester Originals. They, yeah. all, they all came out in one of those uh, I think you better festivals. get a, a Manchester Originals newsletter article up as well yeah. with 11 players and what <laughs> instruments they play. Yeah, the Manchester Originals are headlining the next festival <laughs> of the 100. Uh, so we that, do know that Manchester does have some good festivals. In they do, yeah. we, we did go to one when we were in Manchester. Yep. 
Yes. So, yeah. So, the Manchester Originals will come second, their second billing. And the third spot is theoretically open to five teams. So, there's only eight teams in the comp. (laughs) The top two are sorted. uh, And the third spot could be any one of five teams. I I think uh, the Northern Superchargers would need some absolutely superb net run rate heroics uh, Mm -hmm. to to steal third spot. But uh, the only team that can't make the finals... Well, everyone's rooting for them then because they're the underdogs. All of of Australia is now behind you. You're more popular than the Australian women's soccer team. Yeah, they've gone crazy for the Northern Superchargers. we, We all have Northern... Superchargers fever down here. Yeah, got the t-shirts. Yep. So the only team that can't make the finals, even theoretically, is our last place friends. Oh uh, no, the, the Birmingham the sa- Phoenix. Oh, no, it's at the same side. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, Poor so. old Birmingham. Come yeah. on, lift up your cricket. It's pretty terrible. I mean, you would think uh, if any team was going to rise from the ashes, <laughs> it would have been the Birmingham Phoenix. Yeah. But uh, no, they've seen the aftermath of the ashes. Thought we want none of that. We're just going to be a terrible team. Rightful disdain I, for I the hundred. I think penciled in Birmingham as our <laughs> next. Uh, Next uh, country we're going to visit in 2027. That's right. uh, Probably a good place to go if you want to see really dreadful cricket. So maybe maybe a good sign because I think don't think we've actually seen Australia win an Ashes Test in the in our various visits over the years to England. So and, and anyway. Ashes excluded, we are getting on the 100 train just for the finals, aren't yes. we? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we, we may not watch the finals. <laughs> I think so. I <laughs> unless, it's a three te- unless it's a three-team <laughs> yeah. final. I thought we were just going to watch two matches for the entire season, the <laughs> men's and the women's final. Yes, yes. But we do have, do have some stats, uh, which players have been doing well, mm-hmm. in case you haven't been paying attention, like like, like us. Uh, so Tammy Beaumont is the leading run scorer for the women. Oh, of course she is. Yeah, although she wasn't selected in the women's T20 side for England. So yeah, right. Uh, maybe, maybe she got really annoyed at not being selected for that and decided because she's the top run scorer. She's also like fourth in the mm. in the strike rates as well. So she's scoring lots of runs at a very quick rate and is still not part of England's T20 side. So not yet. Not yet. Uh, Phoebe Litchfield is the the best Australian. Yeah. Uh, somebody named George Adams is the leading women's wicket taker. Um, and Georgia Wareham is the best Australian, which I think means every single wicket taken in the 100 has been taken by somebody named Georgia. Yeah, let's, let's assume so. Mm. It needs to be. Uh, in the men's comp, uh, Joss Butler, uh, somebody you may have heard of. Uh, he's the top run scorer. And uh, the best Australian is uh, the wonderfully named Stevie Escanati. Yeah, I was dubious about this cricketer. I'm pretty yeah. sure you just made him up. No, he's true. <laughs> he, he's played the Big Bash. I've seen him. Yeah. I've, I've made jokes about his name. So Anyway, it's an interesting name. So I looked it up, mm. right? So it's got Jewish origins. Yes. So I, I thought, but in, I still thought you might have made him up. So I, well, I wondered what the chat GPT prompt might have mm. been for this cricketer. Well, if chat GPT was making him up, I thought the prompt might be, give me the name of a cricketer that both Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg would be fighting over to sponsor. <laughs> so, yep. But uh, <coughs> we won't say which bit of the, the name mm. Musk is interested in. But anyway, so I Googled, I, I mean, I did a Google him and sure enough, he does play for the Perth Scorchers. Yep. Don't say I don't do any research for this <laughs> podcast. Anyway, no wonder we haven't heard from him on the East Coast. It's a long way away. Yeah, it's far too, far too far away. But I did put that same prompt, prompt into ChatGPT, mm. right? Because I thought, that's a good prompt. Uh, didn't come up with the name Steve Escanazzi because, mm. of course, he's a real person and yeah. ChatGPT is not good with real people. And especially not Perth Scorchers. It's, it's a no. long way away <laughs> from uh, ChatGPT as well. Though. Anyway, do you want to hear the, the yes. response? It's pretty good. So I put in the, the prompt, give me a hypothetical name of a cricketer that both Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg would be fighting over to sponsor. Yep. 
And I got a really good... Uh, is this a literal fight? You know how they're, they're due to have their uh, cage match fight? Oh, are they going to have a cage match? Uh, well, they, they've been trying to organise one, but they haven't succeeded yet. But I, I, oh. I would hope that this fictional cricketer you're about to introduce <laughs> is the prize. He's the for, prize. Yeah. yeah, well, we've just invented him. He is now the prize for this cage fight. So ChatGPT uh, hypothetically says this. Hypothetically, a cricketer who both Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg might be interested in sponsoring could be named, wait for it, <laughs> Ro- Rowan? I can't could say it. Rowan Quantum Strike. <laughs> well, we've, we've got uh, the title of the episode. <laughs> Rowan. Where, where did he get Rowan from? Apologies to anyone listening who's called Rowan. Rowan Quantum Strike. I like the fact that this is also, could be male, could be female, because yep. Rowan is, is both. Anyway, m- more explanation of why. The name combines a sense of technological innovation, mm-hmm. quantum, and an action orientated element. Strike. Strike, yep. That could appeal to both Musk's interest in cutting edge technology and Zuckerberg's interest in dynamic and engaging content. <laughs> <laughs> the futuristic and dynamic connotations of the name might make Rowan Quantum Strike, an attractive prospect for sponsorship by these tech-savvy entrepreneurs. Keep in mind that this is a creative hypothetical scenario and not based on any real individuals. Yes. No shit. Yeah. You also have to keep in mind that, of course, uh, if Elon Musk does win the fight, he will change Rowan Quantum Strike's name to X. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. Here we are in the Muller Award, which is where we reward uh, people, players, things, concepts, boards, anybody who's created nonsense in the world of cricket. So occasionally excellence, but mostly nonsense. <laughs> and... Uh, my, our first nomination, I think, I've, I've got here is Ben Duckett. Mm. Ben Duckett came out and he was talking about the Ashes still. He's not aware that we've moved on from that and we're onto the 100 now. He's not playing the 100. No. So he's still, his brain's still back on the Ashes. Uh, and he's, he was talking about the Australian Test side and he gave this quote. He said, uh, on the field, they are not niggly at all. I hope they don't mind me saying this, but they are a bunch of nice guys who are very good at cricket. I don't think I got sledged once in the entire series. So that's uh, <laughs> I, 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 I do like, I hope they don't mind me saying this because he, he knows what kind of trouble that's going to yes. get him into, get them into with, you know, the usual brand of boring dickhead commentators back in Australia. Yeah. So he's, he's just dumped them completely in that. But I do like to think that he was being sledged the whole time. <laughs> um, I, 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 I like to think that Cummins has, has raised the sledging game, yeah, Cummins right. and his team. Yeah. And, and now they're doing these highly sophisticated sledges, you know, purpose, literary references and all mm. kinds of stuff stuff that, that just yeah, go cryptic cryptic clues yeah and, and uh, these sledges are just too complicated they, they go completely over ben duckett's head of course they do yeah because uh, <laughs> not that it's hard for things to go over ben duckett's head that's the kind of sledging that that yes. you want uh, pat cummins to be doing that's right uh, because ben duckett is short but of course that's the joke. yeah yes. they do explain it to manus they they they, they have to explain it to david warner and manus yes. Labuschagne. and yeah. all right here's the yeah. joke ben duckett is short we'll do one that goes over his head Ah, and then, yes. then they get it. Exactly. Oh, actually, I hope. I mean, I, I presume they were sledging him all the time. Yeah. And I hope he, they just he just said that to to ram at home how lame the sledges were. Yeah, that I, is the I other. I feel like that's another yep. good option as yes. well. Like yep. Duckett going, you reckon that's a sledge? <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, either way, he's uh, definitely got uh, 
Pat Cummins and team in the firing line from you know Michael Clark and Matthew Hayden and whoever whoever gets annoyed at them next time they happen to lose a match. So yeah, good work, Mayer. Ben Duckett. Good meta level sledging, I, I think. Yeah. What's our next nomination? Well, we're going to nominate Ben Stokes because mm-hmm. he has been named ridiculously as part of England's one day international World Cup squad. Mm-hmm. He's going to come out of retirement for this. I mean, we can't keep track of these retirements as it is. Don't keep coming in and out. Yeah, of it. you can't keep coming in and out. Not not even if he did do the lol tweet, which I think is now tradition. If you're an England player, you right. can't actually come out of retirement unless you tweet or send a text message that says lol. Um, uh-huh. So he did do that. Um, oh, but that's still, good. I, I still don't it think is a it's tradition, acceptable. As you, say. Yeah. you go into retirement. Like you, we delete the lol button off your phone, <laughs> and uh, you've got to stay in there from now on. But. Yeah. So who misses out when Stokes... Well, poor old Harry Brook has missed out on, on, oh. the, on the selection because Stokes has come back. Um, that got Tim Payne. I don't know why Tim Payne's getting involved, but he sprung to Harry Brook's defence. He's just like, hmm. well, not so much Harry Brook's defence, more an opportunity to get back in uh, into the anger against Ben Stokes. So he's just saying really rude of Ben Stokes to, to you know take a year off and get poor old Harry Brook's hopes up and then yeah. come out of retirement and kick him out. He's... Uh, yeah, it's a it's a little bit little bit sad for poor Harry Brook and Tim mm. Payne's there. He's he's giving uh, Ben Stokes a piece of his mind. Yeah, um, perhaps Tim Payne is preparing to lull his way out of retirement as well. Oh and, no, that yeah. could be happening. Yes, I th- I, th- I think Harry Brook you know might be a little bit annoyed with Ben Stokes. Perhaps yeah. perhaps just a time might give him a little bit of side eye next time they meet in the in the test team. But yeah. the, the next test isn't till January or something for England. So well, clever of Stokes. Yeah, to make sure like, there's this massive gap. Yeah, a m- massive gap and probably a massive World Cup trophy that he could just get point at whenever Harry Brook gives him a, a bit of a glare. He could just say, sorry, Harry, I, I won the cup, so you can't really complain about me taking your spot. That's right. We presume yes. that once Stokes is involved, they probably will win it. Yeah, you would imagine so. Mm. Um, but Brook was very diplomatic. He, uh, uh-huh. he did come out. He, he made, made this, this statement, which I, I, I'm going to read uh, in full. Obviously, it's disappointing, but I can't do anything about it now. You've just got to move on. I'm trying not to think about it anymore. I've not had much conversation with Matthew, Matthew Mott, or Joss, Joss Butler. Uh, they said, with Stokesy coming back, I was probably going to miss out this time. He is one of the best players to ever play cricket, so I can't really complain, can I? And there's one thing I, I really like about that statement yeah. because the statement as I read that didn't have uh, quote marks around uh, Harry Brooks' comments. Right. So we don't actually know who said that statement at the end, right? Yes. So, And, and I think uh, the, the meaning of the, the statement varies quite a lot depending on where you, where you put the quote marks. So I assume it was meant to read, they said, open quotes, with Stokesy coming back, I was probably going to miss out this time, end quotes. And then he goes on to offer his own opinion that Stokes is one of the best mm. players, so no complaints. But I prefer to read it like, <laughs> they said, open quotes, with Stokesy coming back, I was probably going to miss out this time. Quote continues. Here's one of the best players to ever play cricket, so I can't really complain, can I? So, because <laughs> so, because that gives the connotation that perhaps uh, you know the captain and coach rang up Harry Brook and said Stokes is one of the best players to ever play cricket, so you can't really complain. <laughs> and I, I, I think that I think that that's much more entertaining uh, if if they took that attitude towards Harry Brook. Oh, poor Harry Brook. <laughs> but also, I I agree with you. It's it's much better the second way. <laughs> yeah. But let's not gloss over the start of this quote either because he says, I can't do anything about it now. <laughs> and I, this kind of suggests that, you know, had he known, had he had an inkling, he might have just taken some action earlier. Yep. You know, like maybe, I don't know, during yeah. the ashes, tripping yeah. over Ben Stokes or in the showers. Or inviting him to a game of golf and yeah. having him <laughs> trip himself. Or provoking him to hit something or yep. whatever. Yeah, that's so, true, uh, yeah. I, I do like that entire quote from Brooks. He's, uh, he's destined for a communications career. Mm, I mean, well, I, I guess that... I mean, there is a, a month or two 
uh, or three or four until the World Cup begins. Nobody yeah. knows when it's actually beginning. So That's he's right. still got plenty of time to, to do something to poor old Ben Stokes. He's probably the first reserve option. Yeah, I reckon he needs to interrupt the text messages to, to so that he just doesn't turn up to one of those matches. And Brooks yeah. is suddenly there. He's the only one we can play. Yep. How did Brooks know what time we were playing yes. and what day and what city and what country? Yeah. And of course, uh, Stokes, uh, I mean, the other reason Stokes was selected has probably got nothing to do with him being whatever he was, the, one of the best players ever to play the game. Mm. As you mentioned before he's probably got a lot of frequent flyer miles so. yeah fantastic so who wins the muller award we've only got a couple of nominations there is it There's harry, only two harry nominations. or is it ben duckett it was almost the longest no- muller nomination in history that <laughs> one uh I, does stokes win or we give it to brooke because stokes stole his spot stokes you know, stole consolation his spot. prize for young brooke i yep. have no idea how old he really is but he looks young he, he looks, looks about young. 20 yeah he's, he's just a baby so yeah we'll give him a muller award i think that's his first muller award so yeah. congratulations to harry brooke and that will wrap us up on this episode of carp bowl can't throw uh, you've been listening to me. I'm Dan Lipke. I'm at Leib Cricket on X. And you've been listening to Cat Jones, who is at Cricket Backcat on X. Well, I'm not on. I don't, I'm only on Twitter. Yes. And uh, all of those other platforms, including Blue Sky now. Mm, we yes. are both uh, there. We're both on Blue Sky, so you can come find us there. Same handles everywhere. Uh, you can also follow the podcast on Can't Bowl Throw on Twitter slash X or like us on Facebook by searching for Can't Bowl Can't Throw. You sub- could subscribe to my newsletter. That's newsletter.leibcricket.com and you'll get some content in your inbox, and we will see you all next week. Sports Social Podcast Network.